Thank you, and once again, welcome to the Objective Thoughts Podcast. This is Corey Purvis. just want to thank everyone for tuning in, and today we're going to tackle the, the misconception of Steph Curry and why it seems that people want to bash him along with others like him. And what I think today is, is the era of the loser. And I say that because LeBron James is championed, yet he continues to lose. Every Warriors fan wakes up every morning to watch Skip and Shannon or ESPN First Take only to see that, you know, the fact that Steph Curry scored 38 points is just a misnomer because Kevin Durant's on that team. What he does, you know, it can't possibly be as good, even though... He beat Kevin Durant in order to get to the finals where they lost. And there were two very serious injuries within that playoffs. Meaning that, you know, if it weren't the playoffs, he probably wouldn't have came back for a while. So everyone likes to leave that out, that there were two of those injuries. You know, let's go ahead and consider that. One of those injuries, he wouldn't be back for a while. He had two of them. One of them was a really nasty turn of his knee, and if anyone's ever played the game and turned their leg like that, I mean, an MCL sprain is not something that is able to be played through. But we'll also tackle the fact that there's this misconception that Steph Curry does not come up big in the finals. Well, I remember the first championship he won, he ended up averaging like 26 points, Six assists, like five rebounds. Well, for the season, he averaged 23 points. So he got to the finals and added three more points per game to his scoring average, uh, along with assists, who I believe went up at least one, and rebounds, I believe, maybe two. So we'll take that into consideration. So that was the first finals. Obviously, Kyrie Irving wasn't there. Um, for the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth game. And Kevin Love wasn't there for any of it. Then we come back the next season. Well, Steph Curry gets hurt. And they get rid of Harrison Barnes because Harrison Barnes came up short. Um, And they add Kevin Durant. And everyone says, they add Kevin Durant to a 73-19. How could they add Kevin Durant to a 73-9 team? Well, you didn't. You took away six players and you added Kevin Durant. And now you have a bunch of second-year players and G League players that are pulled up. And, you know, that's the rest of your roster. Besides Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, and obviously Boogie Cousins. Um, you got some guys like Looney. He's, who's doing... He's doing decent, um, but these these guys are not who you think of as cogs on championship teams. And so, the level of energy being exerted by all five starters is tremendously high. So, if Kevin Durant were to leave the Warriors, it could possibly end up where he puts himself in a better position, and they put themselves in a better position to extend their careers because they won't have to blow 
people out at the beginning of a game to have a chance to rest, you know, because basically if they don't murder people from the outset, you know, it's it, you're able to make it a game because of the, the drop-off in talent that comes in, you know, for a four- to six-man period, depending on however long, you know, the coach decides. But um, we'll go on to the finals with KD, the first one. Well, I thought Steph Curry did a great job there because he almost averaged a triple-double. And... I believe it was like a 27-point average for that. And there's last year, you know, same thing. He almost averaged. So I really don't know what to say, and I really don't know how to put it, but I don't know. I think it's just a syndrome of, you know, hating on a little guy, hating on the suburban kid. You know, he didn't have the heart or the dog. But, you know, Russell Westbrook, man, Look at what Russell Westbrook's doing. He's averaging a triple-double. He's doing this, he's doing that. And it is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to Russ. Because I'm not taking anything away from that. Like, that is monumental. No one's ever done what he's done. So, you got to give him props for it. You know, big Russ fan here. So, much love to Russ. I actually was an OKC fan before I was a Golden State fan. But, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, they didn't keep the team together. Because, honestly... You know, by default, that was the first Golden State because they were built together with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. But now, the next, I would say, well, you could put Miami in there because that was created by LeBron. He didn't sign separately. He didn't sign, and then another guy came like he's trying to do now with Anthony Davis and I guess this is why. Um, he made sure Chris Bosch was sitting there with him along with Dwayne Wade. Like, hey, nobody's getting out of anything. Everyone's going to sign the same contract, and we're going to do what we do. Or, you know, I'm going to sign my contract. You're going to sign yours, however it goes. But just saying, he made sure that those players were there. And then the next year, he adds Ray Allen to a Shane Battier and a Udonis Haslam and a Mike Miller and, you know, just James Jones, shooters galore. Eddie House, well, Eddie House probably didn't, he didn't get to experience the joy because LeBron choked that year, um, but he hadn't done it ever since, so I guess that argument's out of the, the LeBron not being clutch, but just saying, he does lose, he consistently loses in the big um, series, and Steph Curry currently has the same number of rings as LeBron James, so I don't, I just don't see, like, I don't understand if he just wasn't, like, contributing at all, but Steph Curry has beaten Kevin Durant with the team that Steph Curry had, and he's beaten LeBron James with the team that he had. Um, I just don't see the difference between you know, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant as far as, like, you know, they need Kevin Durant. He's a big shot taker, big shot maker. Then why didn't he and a guy who averages a triple-double beat Steph Curry? I mean, I'm just saying. Why? Sometimes it's just as simple as he won, he didn't. 
if you can explain that. And yes, you can delve into it. And, and that way, you can make your point. You can find your point amongst all the, the points in the um, the variable of he won, he didn't. But ultimately, one person continues to win while one person continues to lose. Now, whether that's the culture that's created by Steph Curry being inclusive of all people and not really make, putting pressure on everyone else. And, you know, even though he's not the greatest defensive player, he plays defense. LeBron picks and chooses when he play, wants to play defense. Kevin Durant's defense got better when he went to Golden State. So what I'm saying is one superstar is an enabler of culture and progression. And one superstar is very rigid and, you know, he, he's self-absorbed. He, he keeps to himself like this is my, I want us all to win, but we have to do it my way. We I have to have my um, comfort zone. And you all must adapt to me because I'm so great. And maybe you don't agree with that. You know, it's not like a, a, a criticism of LeBron's game, but maybe his personality is not conducive to consistently winning championships with him. Maybe he's too hard to be around for too long. Because even though Kobe and Jordan, you know, were definitely hard to be around, they were also very much inclusive. You know, and that yeah, he Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face. But that stayed in-house for a while because that's what they wanted to do. So the main thing that I would um, point out about this whole situation is that Michael, Kobe... Both people that don't really want to consider your feelings. They just want to win. They just want to play. So you could say, how is that different than what LeBron's doing? Well, there's a difference because they just don't pretend that there's anything else there. They don't pretend that they're friendly with you. They really don't care if you're their friend, they, but you better do your job. You better come to work every day. You better work hard or I'm going to ridicule you don't want to make it hell for you. You know, hell, I even hit you in the face for Steve Kerr. If, I don't know what that situation was about. But just saying, whatever's going on, you know, they're trying to get the best product out. You know what I'm saying? They're like service managers. They're not, they think like that instead of basketball players. Like, oh, I, you know, all these women, all this money, all these cars, I'm the man, I'm fine here, I'm the best. I, you know, it's more so, you know, there's also, there's always that in their ego, I'm sure, because they're superstars, but more than anything, there has to be that drive that I want to be the best. I have to, you know, kill and murder everyone. And Fortune 500 companies, their CEOs usually have that mentality. And a lot of that is because, you know, that's just how you attack. So since you do, then... I just don't see what the difference is with Steph Curry winning before and beating LeBron and Kevin Durant. And if people remember, he had to beat Kevin Durant consistently to continue to get to their ascension. So 
Kevin Durant got to the finals one time with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. After that, he never got to the finals again with Russell Westbrook. Before Steph Curry and Golden State added Kevin Durant, they had been to the finals twice in a row. So, you know, yes, there are stats that Kevin Durant is this and Kevin Durant is that, but there's also stats that when Steph Curry was hurt, the Golden State Warriors were 7-7. Seven and seven. There's also stats that uh, the very first year that they won their championship together with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant got hurt. Golden State went on a skid for a little bit, and Steph Curry, you know, regardless of people's opinion, legitimately was in an MVP conversation, statistically. So they took off without Kevin Durant, like they never missed him. And people forget this. People have this hiccup. People don't realize this man carried the team into the playoffs. Then gave Kevin Durant, you know, the the big welcome and let him do him. But I'll tell you this, what's going to happen is if Kevin Durant leaves, because I think he's going to stay, but if he does leave, you're going to see Steph Curry continue to win, and then it's going to separate the legacy for everyone. So you're going to have to ask yourself, is LeBron better, is KD better, or Steph better? Because ultimately, you need the total package. You can be seven foot tall with the handle like a guard and shoot from 40 and nice with the handle and plays D. And you could be a 6'9", 265 guy that's fast as a, a, a truck and, you know, just as big and powerful and runs through people and, you know, can shoot, can handle the ball, you know, has crazy core vision. But if you're both, you know, jerks that are super hard to get along with, and this guy over here is 6'3", but he's the best shooter in the world ever in the history of shooting. He can shoot mid-range. He can shoot off the dribble. He can go left. He can go right. He can um, he can lay it out. He can take it to the basket. You know, it's like he can pass. He can – he's a winner. He's got a winner's mentality. He's constantly done that. And that's what I'm saying. I don't see where the criticism, how can you even try to make a criticism for someone who consistently wins, but make a case for someone who consistently loses? That, ladies and gentlemen, is called a bias. So the next time someone tells you that LeBron James or Kevin Durant is better than Steph Curry, ask them why. Ask them to explain the reasons why the person who consistently loses is better than the person that has consistently won. And also ask them, why is it bad that you joined us when it's us that you joined? This is the question. Just asking. But this has been the Objective Thoughts Podcast with Corey Purvis, and I thank you guys for tuning in again.